Just got a text from Rob McElhenney saying that he's walking in. Well, well uh, the thing is, is uh, we, we agreed to meet at 830 in the we, morning. We did say it was going to be an 830 start. And uh, and uh, we it, said 830, right? It's 833. I was here. Um, I was here about five of. And I would have been had I seen your cars and thought, by the way, did you drive a different, are you driving I'm a different still car? Te- I'm, still te- I'm still parking in the garage. Oh, I was wondering where you were parking. I okay. don't know. I like that then the car's not out in the hot sun all day. and uh, You don't want your car out in the hot sun. I don't. Well, you know, I mean, buddy, you got a Tesla. You can, you can, you can. Don't uh, tell people what I have. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> I am a common man. Yes. And You're keeping it real. Yeah. Keeping it real. Yeah, oh, so boy. anyway, we're here. We're on time. This is the Always uh, Sunny in Philadelphia podcast. And I got to say, do you are you picking up on this? I feel like it's going a little bit better without Rob. You know what? I uh, I feel like it's a little bit. Right now, it feels a little bit like that. Yeah, uh, that SNL. Oh, uh, here he is. Oh, oh here well, look he at is. that. Rob He's McElhenney just rolls um, in whenever it, he wants to. What time eight, is it? It's 836. Is it? It's 836, yeah. Yeah, it seems like it would be because we've been here. I've been here for uh, over six minutes. And, uh, yeah, first yeah. time in the history of our relationship where I was late. My God. Wow. 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 Yeah, we did say 8.30, did we not? Boy, there was a real specific uh, text chain. Like, you know, we're going to start at 8.30. We'll go yeah. 8.30, 9.30. And uh, make sure you watch the episode beforehand. Yeah. Uh, I uh-huh. I watched that in the car on the way here. Um, <laughs> I, I, I did too. I did too. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? It's, Wait, what it's, are you talking about? It's really not safe. What? I what? Thought, yeah, it's not safe. <laughs> What are you talking I about? I was eating my cereal and I was <laughs> watching the show and uh-huh. I was my car was driving for me. No, I had it on I and uh you know when I was at a stoplight I would I would like look down and watch scene and otherwise I was just listening to it kind of remembering which is probably oh. a little bit of a disservice but there was no time. There was no time to watch the episode between the last one and What about one. last night? You couldn't watch it last night? Today was the first day of fucking school, and I was with my kids last I got, night. I, I, I didn't say today. I, said I was last on night. I was, last night. I was like on dad duty last night, hmm? and then by the time I got that kid down, I was wiped. Yeah, mm. didn't Similar. have it in you to watch twenty minutes of it's always sunny I sure in Philadelphia. Did it, pal. But you're, you're willing I to sure... do a podcast about it, buddy. I and ask it. other people to watch it. I'm not asking anyone to watch it. I'm asking them to listen to me talk about something that they've already watched. That's so <laughs> years ago. Years ago. And by the way, listener, we have already established that Charlie Day has a Tesla. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. Outed you. Mm-hmm. Rob's Holly, also got a Tesla. I don't have what? Rob's also got a Tesla. Well, he, now, he, you're making, he, now you're making stuff up. Well, he, Charlie didn't want people to know that he has a Tesla. He wanted yeah. people to think he's driving a Toyota uh, Corolla because he's, he's still Jenny from the block. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Charlie from no, the block. No, I mean, I got, a pick, I got a pickup truck. I got a... I right. Got, yeah. An F-150. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I've got. Guys, you know what's funny? Disabilities. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Let's talk about the episode. I thought it was yeah, great. Let's do, uh, you know, you I enjoyed it. Was, uh, well, yes. First of all, I think the the best way to watch our show is in a car. Do you guys remember, um, was that, I don't remember if this is the first time. I mean, Rob, you were the one that actually went and uh, pitched the show to Danny. Uh, you went alone. You went to his house and you pitched him the show. Um, that might be, actually be an interesting story to tell. But 
I was going to say, do you, I, I think the first time the three of us actually sat down with him was that lunch mm-hmm. in Beverly Hills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Uh, do you remember the name of the restaurant? It was right? an Italian restaurant. It was an Italian place. I yeah. remember, uh, it was on Beverly Boulevard there. Yeah. Right yeah. near uh, our management company's yes. office because that's where we were writing the show. That's right. We didn't have offices yet. Uh, we hadn't figured out that we could ask for something like that. Um yeah. And we sat down and we had we had lunch strange. with Dan. It was a very, very strange strange lunch. Uh Danny was lovely. Um but he also uh would would go in and out of character. And we just didn't know and we didn't know when he was we didn't know when he was I think there's something I picked up but like these guys that came up through that sort of 70s yeah. Hollywood into 80s Hollywood have a tendency to speak in non sequiturs. Right, <laughs> which, which I think was more accepted then because like everything was like groovier. So it was like, you, like, like, like everything was gro- everything. Yeah, was groovy. like even conversations were like a suggestion of a conversation. So it was like it was like, right. hey man, like you know, like like you know, like oh man, and all that, and then you know, there's and then with the war, oh the war, and then all that, and then the other guys like, yeah, no, I dig it, man. It's all part like. You know, you, you, at the time you were hanging out with Nicholson at the Lakers game and he was just talking gibberish to you. Oh, wait, what's yeah. that story? I don't know that story. Yeah. This is the I, best. And this is, let me tell it for okay. you because okay, this great. is why I love. Oh, good. Charlie just wants to prove that he th- remembers th- the story. This, uh, that's true. I remembered this thing. Uh, this is what I love about Rob. Like you, I, I'm, a sh- I, I'm shy to the extent where I won't, I don't want to ruffle anyone's feathers. Sure. Right. Yeah. And he, here you're at a, was Danny at the game? Oh yeah, that's okay, how so I, that's how I you met Jack. and Danny and Jack are at a Lakers game. And- <laughs> well, I didn't go with Jack. I was with Danny. Yeah, yeah. And but Jack, then Jack goes no to one all goes the games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jack, no, nobody goes Jack. Jack has Jack a standing invitation, and so mm-hmm. he's there, and he keeps turning to Rob, and he's spitting like gibberish at you. Like, give me some examples of. Yeah, like first of all, it's it's Jack Nicholson, so you're like, oh, this will be cool. But I also I don't want to bother him. <laughs> yeah, but if right. he you're says something polite. to me, I'm gonna respond in kind and he's very clearly a basketball fan oh yeah and i was there to enjoying the basketball game and he he said something turned to me and i was like oh he's gonna talk to me this is cool and he said something like 45 half you know and then back 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 to the quarter and that'll be 45 half yeah there you go (laughs) yeah and i was like what (laughs) (laughs) huh what what man and he's like, I wish I remember the exact phrase because it was. Re- in fact, I remember I texted it to you no, at, yeah. right after it happened, and oh, I was like, boy. "This is what the guy said to me." It's in the cloud yeah. somewhere. It's yeah. in, well, we got to find it. I think uh, that was six phones ago. Sure. Yeah, yeah sure. but that's what I mean. It's, it's somewhere. It exists somewhere. It's you know, somewhere. the NSA is looking at it. They they've got it. Gatesy's got it. Gatesy's got it. He's all over it. <laughs> What's this text now? <laughs> Sometime up in the uh, in, in, in the at the half court there, and I was yeah. like, I don't. Maybe I can't hear him correctly because it's right. loud. And I said, I-, I don't know what you're talking about. You said that to him. Yes. And then he just laughed and like t- turned away. And I was like, well, Jack that- Nicholson, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But I want it, but not in a, I, I wanted to engage with him. Yeah. No, no, no. The way to you told it to me and I respected it more in this version was you got, eventually you got frustrated and you were like, look, man, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, which was, the balls on right. you to do that. I would just again. I, that's that Philly thing, man. I or would something. be I so insecure around him, likely that I'm just imagining that I would I would respond to him. I'd be like, absolutely, man. <laughs> yeah, forty five like half, forty five half, half? Like, uh, and then some. Hundred percent. And can you believe it? 
Right. <laughs> just like, trying to make you something out of it. Yeah, yeah, I would take whatever I could out of it and just go with the flow. But see, like, this is the point. So, I, so I, the... I wanted to engage with him in a meaningful way. I would engage I, in I just think... the word I needed. 45. Absolutely. 45, man. Well, th- this is the problem with uh, with somebody that is super, super famous, has been super duper famous for a very long time. It is not required of them for, from the people that surround them ah. to make sense, right? Uh, they can absolutely. literally say and do whatever the fuck they want and people will be like, yeah, well, yeah, Jack. Being absolutely. around Danny was a good introdu- introduction for well, us to that, where it's like, sometimes he would say like a, like a, so, again, a non sequitur on the set, and then people like die laughing, and we'd be like, "What, what the fuck what is he the talking, about? talking about?" But like now, I but don't again, know. I now think I die laughing. I, I think at that everything is, the guy says. But I, I do think that's a symptom of being surrounded for so many years by people that just laugh at whatever you say, even if it doesn't make any sense and isn't funny at all, because you're Danny DeVito and nobody wants to ruffle your feathers and everybody wants to be in your good graces. So they're just like, yeah, it, it, you know, they just laugh at your fucking nonsense. And to the point where where you just start to go like, well, I guess everybody understands what's in my head. And you just say whatever the fuck is in your head. Without, Possibly. Without, it's like you say Possibly. the middle. But then there's also that 70s thing, man, of like, hey, like well, there was that. a lot of partying and uh, life was loose. Conversations were Cocaine loose. Cocaine brain. And, and, and to bring it full circle back to the conversation, we had that breakfast with him or lunch. And it was conversations like, yeah, my dad used to keep a box of like watches and teeth. And, uh, you know, it could be like that. And uh, well, hold on a second. I just want to clarify that is you're not just making something up right now. That, that was the conversation. That's word for word. He was saying that his grandfather kept a box of watches. His and father. Teeth. Oh, his father. I thought it was. Grand- OK, yeah. Either way, a man in his life. A man, yes, an <laughs> important man in his life yeah. kept a box of watches and teeth and was in telling us some kind of a story. And we were like. Is he telling us a story as himself, or is he being frank right now? It was very hard for us to tell if he was in character or if he like he might have been in character that entire lunch, and I just did when we were like, I don't know. But who, if you really can we speak down with and da- look Danny at it, there? Can we speak with if, Danny? If you look at it, the show did become about a fucking lunatic <laughs> who would have a bunch of watches and teeth in a box. And so he was right. He was spot on. Yeah. It's funny yeah. to be talking to us like we're Milos Foreman as opposed to three dudes making a dick and ball comedy at lunch in the middle right. of Beverly Hills. Yeah. It's like, you don't have to do this shit with us, man. Like, you know, we're, we're not, we're, we're not at the actor's studio. This is the, you don't have to be all fucking, you can just come in and kind of say your lines. Once we got him, I went back and watched every single Danny DeVito thing that I could because I wanted to be like, what other ways is he funny? Mm. Like we knew we we're like, all right, we're not going to do like short jokes. It's lazy. No. You know, uh, he doesn't want us. I mean, he didn't say that, but we didn't want to be doing like that kind of thing. So like, what are some things? Well, it was, it was <laughs> like, there are some obvious ways. Funny, it was implied like, because uh, <laughs> you guys remember it was a yeah. week. Not that though. Yeah, yeah, remember yeah, where that came yeah, from, yeah, right? Johnny Short Arms. Or no, Frank, Frankie Short Frankie, Arms. Frankie Short Arms. Right. But there was a guy named something Short Arms. It was like it a It was teamster. a teamster yeah. in, in New York. In, yeah. That like, uh, I remember I had him on the show Third Watch and he was driving me around. So yeah. yeah and he had like short arms. Yeah. So we thought it'd be funny. So when we were doing the, uh, the, 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 gang or whatever the boxing episode whatever the fighting episode right. boxing episode is called uh a hundred dollar baby uh we 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 thought it'd be funny if uh frank's nickname when he was a bo- back when he was young and he was a boxer was frankie short arms mm-hmm. and he was uh, we I, and we were pitching this to him we were like you know so we, and you were younger and you were like a boxer you know when you were younger and you had like a nickname like frankie short arms and he's like yeah 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 not that though <laughs> 
<laughs> and ever ever since then, like not we, bad we, though. We hung on to not bad has though. become like a an ongoing phrase. Like you know, whenever somebody yeah, pitches yeah, something yeah. that not we that, think though. is not that funny, <laughs> we're like, yeah, 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 not that though. Um, Having worked in a writer's room for so many years, specifically with you guys, and like you know only 30% of the time you're actually laughing it's maybe something I pitch and then you're like oh okay that's good but like 70% of the time you guys are just like nah not that though or staring at me or whatever and we all do that to one another sure and then you know like I, I Ooh, it's not I a have good a, feeling it's not a good it's not feeling. a good feeling but it's like so important to the process <laughs> right yeah. so like 10 years the show's been on the air and I remember being in a room in a room over at Carousel and you guys for whatever reason weren't there that morning or something mm-hmm and there was a room full of writers and Megan was there. And I remember I pitched something and the whole room like erupted in laughter. And I look over and I'm like, oh, okay, I guess that goes on the board. And I look over at Megan, she's not laughing. Uh-oh. And I just looked at her and I said, you didn't find that was fun. You know, what do you think, Megan? She was like, I guess I'm just wondering what it feels like to have an entire room full of people that you pay laugh at everything you say. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, damn. You said that, Megan? Uh, yes. Good yeah. for you. That, that so was probably like her Megan first year, la- right? By, by the way, yeah. she's Carousel. laughing over for the for the listener at home. She's yes. laughing and... Oh my but god! What I, mean, what I, I just remember. Of and I remember course, you would be like, "Can we fire? We got to fire. We got to fire this girl." Like, what are you talking no, about? No, like, I, I imagine. I distinctly said, "Girl," too. I was like, yeah, yeah. "Get this girl, get this girl out, out of here!" Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Get this I know woman. she's a no girl. She's a twenty-nine-year-old, thirty-year-old yeah. girl. Yeah. Uh, no, but I, I definitely remember like laughing, of course, and then really thinking about that quite a bit because it's, it's exactly what you're talking about, which is if you continue to. Mm-hmm. surround yourself with people a who you hire right or b who just like say yes or laugh at everything you say then of course slowly but surely you're going to turn into that person that thinks that everything they say is funny that's right and if you don't surround yourself with people who check you yeah and tell you hey man that's not funny it shouldn't go on the show then your shit's going to suffer that's right i will argue though with danny specifically Everything he says is fucking funny. Like, uh, it, but, it, yeah. but, uh, but, but, like, you got to learn n- to speak his language. Not necessarily what he's saying is funny, but he has an essence. Because I remember, you know, in that first season, for us, it was a little confusing to be like, oh, well, you know, he's jumbling some of these lines in a way that, like, the line doesn't make as much sense when mm-hmm. he does it in that order. And we can't necessarily, like, and it, you know, it wasn't so egregious that, like, we weren't getting through a scene, but be like, oh, he's kind of switching that line up and it, that, it's not as funny. But like you watch it and you watch, you go back and you watch those episodes. It doesn't matter what he's saying or in what order. Right. Like his spirit, his essence, his attitude is so amusing. Well, sometimes the the jumbled up, messed up version of the line ends up being funnier than the line itself. Yeah. Yeah. This is a moment of appreciation for Danny DeVito doing the show because that thing, that star quality thing, and Danny's not like a star. He's a superstar. He's a mega mega superstar he's iconic people love him the fact that this guy came onto the show i still don't is know crazy why. is i still what, don't know why it's crazy it. I, I, I was having that like experience uh watching and listening to the to the episode this morning being like he, he completely transformed this thing and there i don't think there is a show without him man like no 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 no, no, no definitely no. not my god like no there is no show without him for anyway, sure that's my appreciation moment yeah. for that for this guy Well, so I had a question for you guys that's kind of related to, that is related to this episode. Have you guys ever, have either of you ever uh, pretended to be something that you are not in order to get something that you want? 
like in a major way, Every like these characters. Every day of my do. life. <laughs> well, I was going to say besides pretending to be a showrunner. Oh, okay. Okay, I did used to dress up. My, my friend, as dad, had a um, one of those airplane landing lights. Like that's like that cone light. Cool. And we found it in his basement, and he had like a uh, like a like an orange like work coat too down there. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we, I did used to. Rob's laughing. Why are like, you laughing? I was just thinking. About, we went down to the airfield, and we were taking planes <laughs> right. down into the lakes. No, man. we didn't do that, but we did go into an intersection <laughs> and direct traffic. Oh, oh that's shit! Amazing. That's really yeah, funny. Yeah, that's yeah. Really so my friends, that's a good bit. my friends were hiding in the bush with a walkie-talkie, and I <laughs> and I had the walkie-talkie in the airplane thing. So the car would come up, and they would go on the walkie-talkie like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm talking. The shit's hit the fan down there, man. You can't go down that street. I'm like 14 years old. How old? 14. I'm like, you what? can't yeah, like you, you can't go down that street. You're gonna have to take left here on uh, Vernon and you're gonna want to head down to Fetter. You can take it right there. Yeah, one out of six. And like That's basically we would get like five or six cars until someone would be like, What is this? What well, are you right, doing? Because you know, and then we would ultimately we would get chased. That's a funny chased. thing. That's a funny thing. The goal thing. is like, to get chased. Do you it, as a driver, approach someone with a walkie-talkie and one of those things—a vest and a light—and a vest and a light and the whole thing. And and the guy is trying to give you, you know, tell you where to go with the light and doing the whole thing. But you're like, but he's—he looks like he's 14 years old. This can't be right. Like, and is that, you know, that, there's that, no sign of work or trouble or no. anything. You know, but do you do it? There's do you a do man what the 14-year-old says. Um. Eighty uh, percent of people do. I bet. Yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah. You know now. And twenty percent of them chase you through the woods, <laughs> <laughs> which was the ultimate goal. I don't know if this falls into the same category of what you ask, but it falls into the category of what Charlie just uh, the story he told. But we, I was like sixteen or seventeen, maybe maybe younger, uh, and I used to play this game, uh, which was so cruel and terrible. Uh, that we called dead guys and it was we would, be, we would be at the Jersey Shore and you'd wait till like sunset and then you knew that people were just sort of like walking down the beach and so we would just roll in the surf as if we were dead <laughs> as if we were dead <laughs> like, like a dead body and so like and you'd you know, you could breathe, but you'd just kind of like flop around and then the waves would like come up and crash you. And then people wouldn't know what was, <laughs> was going on, but they saw and they would be watching like, what's happening? Did you kind of have person? your eyes open a little bit? Just so a little bit see. just to get the reaction. But right, then there'd be you... other. And then and then they'd come running over like, are you OK? And then you just get up and run away. And <laughs> the last time we did it, I was doing it with a, my, my a friend of mine, uh, Dennis Hogan. Uh, and... It, and it was a group of guy, like guys, like probably in their twenties, and they they were like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" And we were like, "Yeah!" And we ran into the water, and then we were like laughing and joking, and then we looked, and they they were standing on the beach, and they were just waiting, and we were like, "Hey!" And they were like, "Come on out, boys!" <laughs> and we were like, "Oh what? no, it was just a joke." And they were like, "Yeah, well, it wasn't funny to us. We'll we'll be here for you." And we were like. These guys are going to kick our ass, which yeah, they should, hammer which they absolutely should. And so we were like, "What the fuck do we do?" So we tried to swim like up and down the beach, but you can walk a lot faster than someone can. Yeah, 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 so yeah, they yeah, would yeah. just walk with us, and and they and we just so we just waited in the water for three hours until finally they left, and then we we walked away in shame and never did it again. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Last time I played dead guy, I almost killed myself. So. Well, we, yeah, we covered true. that. We covered that one. Yeah, I did a similar thing with my buddies. Like right when I got my driver's license, and I guess I was sixteen, and all my friends were younger, and we would drive around doing bad things. But um, I would pull up at an intersection, 
and I would pretend to pass out on the horn so my head would be on the <laughs> horn. Like, ah! And my friends would be panicking, like trying to revive me. And, yeah. the, and, the, and the people, like, because we want to see the reaction of the, of the people in the car next to us. Yeah. And they'd be looking over. Most people didn't do anything. Occasionally someone rolled down the window and be like, are you okay? And then we'd just like laugh and speed out of there. <laughs> just to be a... Oh, just to be a dumb young idiot. Just to get a little laugh. Just to get a little rise out of life. You know, it's harmless shit. That made me think of a a really stupid prank that I that I used to play. Uh, Okay, so uh, when uh, when I first moved to LA, I my parents had thankfully they hang they hung on to my high school uh, my car that I got my senior year. It was a 1990 Acura Legend. Pretty sweet, pretty sweet, and this car. Uh, had um, a one of those giant brick, you know, car phones in it. Those old school car phones from like the early '90s. Mm-hmm. So I had to go pick up my car in Montgomery, Alabama, and drive it out to LA, which is like a three day trip. I mean, you can do it in less, but I didn't want to kill myself. Uh, so this 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 giant. So I never took that giant brick phone out of the car because I just thought it was so funny. Um, so uh, it, I'd be driving down the freeway, and just just in order to keep myself amused and awake, I would do this thing where uh, <laughs> I was I would I would be driving with my knees, and I would have both hand, I would have the giant brick phone, which by the way at that point would have been a fifteen year old phone, like you know we we had Nokia's and shit like that. By so uh-huh. this, it looked ridiculous. So, so I would pull up next to somebody on the freeway. I'd have this giant brick phone in my hand, and with the other hand, I'd be gesturing wildly having a very furious conversation with someone on this giant brick phone, not paying attention to the road at all, completely not using my hands. And I, I still to this day don't notice, don't know if anybody actually ever noticed that I was doing it, but I, I sure got a kick out of it. I thought it was fun. I'm hearing three stories of young men who are desperate for attention. Oh, just definitely. desperate for anybody to pay attention. I was to doing them. a bit. I was doing an acting bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just want people was, to pay attention. Acting man. Bits. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All stupid. Look bits. at me. Yeah, look at Mom, me. Mom, Dad. Yeah, well, whatever. Or look at me, friends. Friends. Like, for me, it was with my. It was all about my group of friends. Like let let me yeah. make them laugh. I didn't even know? have anybody with me when I was doing this stupid fucking. Yeah, that's like this was purely for my own amusement. Uh, Hoping stu- someone will watch. I stand by it. I stand by it. I think it was a fun. I think it's a funny bit. I think if you look over and you see some guy with a giant brick phone, and he's gesturing wildly with both of his hands, I I, I think I think that that's funny. I, I, to I me. think that's a good bit too. Thanks, man. I like that. I appreciate it. That's a bit approved in my book. <sighs> Boy, I also listened to uh, the first two Harry Potter books on that trip. So, guys, um, <laughs> well, yeah, it was a long trip, wasn't it? Um, where were you guys? Do you remember where were you when season two got picked up and you found out the news and what were your feelings about it? What, what, how did it make you feel? What did you think? Where were you when you got the news and how did you feel? I don't uh, recall. Well, I know where I was. <laughs> I know exactly where I was when Danny signed on to do the show. Okay. Because... It was minutes after I left his house. He called John and John called me. And I was like almost like on his street still. Still. And then I called you guys like immediately. So that I think that was like why we got picked up. Right. So as soon as he signed on, that was sort of it. And then it wasn't official yet. But you but at that point, you knew it was like that was what was required of us. Yes. To get a somebody who could bring eyeballs to the show. Yeah. On the show. And we got. 
someone way better than we ever in a million yeah. years could have thought we would have gotten. And he probably got maybe 15 to 25 more eyeballs on the show. He did. Yeah, two. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, maybe is, maybe thirty more eyeballs, sure. which is fifteen people. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a lot of people. Fifteen people, thirty <laughs> do, eyeballs. Do you right. guys remember how much of a hard time we had cutting that final car crash where yes. you, where you guys oh, drive drunk? Yes, totally. Because we didn't have a stunt team. There was no. There was, but 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 watching it's it so janky. I like it. I was just so excited to feel like oh. The the show I can see how the show like took off from here. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean we 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 got it right every time, but it feels like oh this this feels like sunny, and it also made me excited about this podcast because I think that that first season of the podcast is a little rocky, but I think this is going to be the episode where we really find our way. Although last the first season's finale. Uh, where where Mr. Steven Spielberg came. Well, that was just a that, huge get. That was a I mean, huge that was a big get for us. Yeah, because yeah, I mean that was a like that was a Danny DeVito level get. Yeah, sure. we got him in season one. Mm-hmm. I mean that's pretty cool. I have a feeling he's going to come back. I think he, he he told me later he had a good time. He said he had a good time. Um. Well, guys, what else? I don't know, pretty good podcast. Pretty maybe. good podcast. Like yeah. Should we, we talk did. about how good the podcast was? No, definitely. Should not. that be a segment where no. we? No. Oh God, no. Well, right now we're shoot, we're shooting season uh, fifteen of the show, <clears throat> and uh, fifteen. Wow, monumental. But I do think there was something good about coming in and sh- and doing a podcast before we go film yeah. because I will say that oftentimes, like when we go to write or whatever, this is a time where we. We joke around, we talk, we, I feel like we communicate best. Nice. We're not tired yet. You know, we're not old and grumpy and tired. Right. We got um, our cold brew coffee. We got our coffee in us and and we're looking forward to the potential of the day. Mm-hmm. Mm. Is that what it yeah. is? I would say I'd that say it might be for me that I've now used all of my energy for the podcast and have absolutely nothing left for the filming of the show. Okay. But it doesn't matter because I get paid either way. Well, this will be, be fun for the viewer then. After you watch, after you listen to this podcast, yeah. go and watch The Gang Replaces D with a Monkey because that's what we're watching. That's what we're gonna uh, about to and shoot. See if Glenn and seems a little low energy. See if he seems a little bit low energy. Uh, you know what? I'll bring it. I'll, I'll I think br- you'll I'll be fine. It. I'll, I'll I force think it. you'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I could fake it real good now. I, I've figured out how to do that. I, I honestly have not been present uh, as an actor on this show for many, many years. Uh, have you been present <clears throat> as a human within your body and your thoughts ever? You know, there was this. There were a couple times where I did mushrooms. Uh huh. And, and then and then you were my, and then you're like, okay. I was like, oh, here I, it is. I'm, yeah. Okay. Here it. Here I am. Yep. And then mm-hmm. yeah. But the rest of the time, I'm. You know, it's like you're, you're doing whatever it is that you're doing, but you're already thinking about like what's what's for dinner and like. Oh, I, shit, I think it'd be very very good in today's scenes because it's you know it's a lot of like uh, just us in the bar. Oh boy, I got a lot. We have a lot of dialogue today, guys. We got a lot of. There's a lot of talky talky. We do, we do, but but a lot of talky talky. It's not talky and walkie, so like you know, we'll we'll it's it's real it's real simple stuff. We'll no just walk, be no walkie and talky. Don't have to walkie and talky. No, not proppy. You know, we're just kind of sitting talking. It's well, there's gonna know. be an imaginary monkey in the room all day. No, a real monkey. No, a real monkey. Ross. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. That's sort of season one thing. 
<laughs> well, guys, this has been fun. I'll see you on set. Rob, did you go? Did you work out this morning? No, I, I, I had some some crazy dreams. I was up all night from about two to about four thirty, and then oh, I fell boy. back asleep. What were you dreaming I about? I fell back asleep. What were you dreaming about? It was me? it was it was dark stuff. Mm. Dark stuff. Not for this podcast. Were you dreaming you had podcast. COVID? No. Did you kill? Did you kill anybody? Did you kill me? No, I have a recurring nightmare that's in that space. Not you. Mm. But uh, where you kill. You murder. Well, uh, yeah, it's happened in the past. Ooh. But there's it's, no you're violence. Living with it. Is you're that, living. I, I think, is that like imposter syndrome? Like, you know, to the max where you're like, okay, I'm a fraud and 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 I'm getting away with something I shouldn't be getting away with I and I'm so, going to get called I, out on. I, I, I think it's feeling, I, I, I it's definitely so. feeling guilty about having done something to someone in the past and... Uh, you know, trying to forget about it, but not being able to live with. You yourself. think it's that in my re- in my in my own research with ther- therapists over the years, mm. it's actually been the the former oh, uh, where it's been the suggestion since there, there's no actual the violence that happens, yeah, and that there is no uh, there is no like actual victim. It's just someone who's been that I've killed, and the story that's being told is that the cops are after me, and there's a cop one in particular who's like. I know it was you, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Well, come, but that's I'm what I'm talking about. You, you murdered. So I don't mean that you. That Did you, you say actually... a cop woman? No. Oh, but that was like, that that's would so be, interesting. That would, that that would, would make be really it, yeah. interesting. No, stop. No. Oh, stop man. it. But you know, I think it, there's a fear of that you're gonna lose it all, right? Like mm. if you're gonna be arrested, you're gonna lose it all. So probably in your life, you know, you've accomplished these things. You have this wonderful family. That's and what you, you did. You you, you murdered your career, and you have this mm-hmm. this great career, and you have this underlying fear. Well, I'm just. You know who am I? I'm not a writer. I'm not an actor. I'm just I'm just Rob. So like I'm a big phony, and it could all be taken away from me. I am here as your friend to tell you that that is true. Um, yeah. A, and it's and time. the sooner you accept that and just let it go and be like, yeah, I'm a big fraud, but so is everyone else. Mm-hmm. Just ask Stephen. Stephen doesn't know what he's doing. Stephen just each movie is potential disaster. Stephen, who just stepped in the room. Yeah. What's up, guys? <clears throat> What, what, what are we talking about, Bean? Well, Rob has imposter syndrome, and I say, don't fight it and say, oh, I'm a great creator. That's bullshit. Be like, yeah, I'm a fraud. So what? So everyone's a fraud. So- make it till you make it, baby. Nobody's, nobody is what they are until they do what they do. And then once you do it, then you are what you are, whether you are or aren't. Because, you know, basically what I'm saying is that nobody, like you said, nobody really knows what they're doing, so you just have to do it. You just have to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. And you so, gotta be decisive. You get, That's the thing that you run into a lot of times with the directors where it doesn't work. You, see, you, you gotta be decisive. You, you have gotta say, to be decisive uh, whether you're right or wrong. Doesn't matter. You have to Right, because be you're gonna decisive. get down to set the shark's not gonna work and then you gotta make choices, right? That, you gotta, gotta figure it out. You know, like you could be planning on seeing that shark a lot. Suddenly you're like, you know what? We're gonna have to make this where you don't see the shark a lot. And then that's a lucky thing because then suddenly you're like, this movie's better because I'm not seeing the shark as much as I'm supposed to see in the first place. So shut up about your dreams, Rob. I see you guys. Yeah, see you, Steve. This has been fun. All right. Anyway, see you on set. Yeah, we'll see you on set. See you on set. <laughs>